Agents Podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by Follow a Boss. Follow a Boss is the real estate CRM that turns every agent into a top performer. Follow a Boss is packed with features, but it's intuitive and easy to use. So agents love working with it and it integrates with everything. Use multiple lead sources. Guess what? Follow a Boss keeps them all organized. Want to try new marketing channels? Switch website providers? Plug them right into Follow a Boss. Visit followupboss.com forward slash lab code to see how Follow a Boss helps you close more deals. That's followupboss.com forward slash lab code. We are back for episode number two. Uh, there's just so much energy that I couldn't help but bringing McCall back, not only because of that, but also because we just weren't done talking. And so in the first episode, if you missed it, uh, McCall Jones with Charisma Hacking, that kind of says it all, right? <laughs> but but we she went through and talked about her whole fan score and and she she broke down this this acronym that she calls FACE. And we talked about, you know, your style and taking action. And we didn't get to the whole concept of as you're getting into shooting more video, you know, how you feel awkward and how we were just talking offline, how people some some people feel like you actually have an advantage if you're just starting now versus people that might have started several years ago because they're having to revamp everything that they were doing because they never were taught correctly. And so that's what I want to get into today with you, McCall. But let's first... Let's do a little bit of recap because these episodes did not run back to back because you uh, lost a voice for a while. I did. Uh, so just as a little reminder, let's little recap about you, charisma hacking, kind of the whole face thing. And then let's get into the video stuff. Yeah, of course. So thanks for having me back. We really, I think we could just talk for days about this stuff because we're both so obsessed with it. Um, So friends, hello, my name is McCall Jones. Uh, So I own a company called Charisma Hacking. So I help people be more likable and more persuasive on video. I define charisma as the ability to do three things, the ability to get people to pay attention to you, the ability to get them to trust you and the ability to get them to act. And we actually measure those things, right? More often than not, when people talk about charisma, they talk about this fluffy thing. And they say things like be more authentic, or they say things like, uh, in order to find your voice, you need to do more and more and more and more video. And, uh, my approach is completely different. It's completely different. I've created this system called charisma styles, which will actually tell you not only who you are, but the only way to be incredibly effective on video. And we actually have before after videos and statistics and numbers uh, to be able to prove that that's true. So every single person is one of 54 different style combinations. So like you were saying before, Jeff, so charisma and charisma hacking is really broken into two different things. So the first one is the score, and this is how good you are at it, right? It's the, it's the fan score. So if you're in business, right, you can think of how many customers you have, how much value per customer. Uh, If you think of it just in your real life, it's how many people trust you, pay attention to you and do what you say, right? So we have the fan score, which is the F of face. And then we have three styles that this is how we get people to do those three things, right? So how good you are at getting people to pay attention to you, trust you and act is the fan score. And then how you get people to act is your authority style, which is the A of face. How you get people to trust you is the compassion style, which is the C of face. And 
And how you get people to pay attention to you is your entertainment style, which is the E of face. So as you go through things, right, it's not just about how good you are at something. Because if you think of people who have completely different personalities or completely different charisma, they get people to do those things in completely different ways, right? If you think of different talk show hosts, if you think of The Rock versus Jimmy Fallon versus all these different people, they really, they, they do these things in different ways. And my philosophy is that there are no good and bad styles. There's only right and wrong for every single person, right? So if I tried to be like you, I would murder my content. It would not be a good thing. And if you tried to be like me, you would murder your content, right? And it would not be a good thing. And I found this over and over again, that if you train people the same way that is not fit specifically to how they should be, that their content falls apart, right? And it can be a very, very, very frustrating process. So if you want to, I could dive into all of the styles again, because people just do things differently, right? They do things differently. And the hard thing is, a lot of times when people get on video, they think that they should be somebody different or they think that they can't use the skills that they've literally been using their entire lives, right? Every single person is likable. They are liked by at least one person in their life and they've been using those skills forever. So why not transfer over those skills to video instead of trying to create a new human, right? Every single human in the world has people who do what they say, right? They have authority, but they think that sales should be different when really it should be the exact same, right? How you parent your kids is how you sell a house, right? How you got your spouse to fall in love with you is how you should get people's attention online, right? How you get your friends to take your advice or to feel compassion and confide in you is how you should get people to tell you their pain points online, right? So this concept of charisma styles, like you said, it, it, works for everybody. There's people in my program who are just very first uh, starting their businesses, right? They have either never done a video before, or they're just starting to publish videos. They're just getting into the video marketing side of real estate. And there's people in my program who do a million dollars a month, right? There's five to $20 million a year where we're like, okay, this concept of charisma styles works for everybody because it increases the effectiveness per video which is something that we measure success by, right? Most people measure success. And then I'd love to get into more of the conversation, but most people measure success on video by how many videos they put out or how comfortable they are on video. And, you know, those are, those are things that people can count in a world, a video world of things that people feel like they can't count. Cause they're saying, how, how good does this feel? But what we do is we say, okay, we're no longer going to measure success by the number of videos you put out or how comfortable you are on video. Instead, we're going to measure success by the effectiveness per video. Cause then you actually don't have to pick between quality and quantity right? When everybody else who doesn't have this skill set, who doesn't have this system, they have to choose. They either have to spend forever on a video and get it to the quality that they want, or they have to not worry about the quality and just say, you know what? Quantity over quality. If they see my face enough times, maybe they'll convert. Yeah. So uh, there's a lot, as, as I feel like I say a lot with you, there's a lot to unpack there. Um, mm -hmm. I, I want to say this. So first of all, you know, so on the last episode, which, which by the way, comes out, came out April 5th, 
I say that because we're recording this before April 5th. So I'm kind of talking in the future, uh, but it, but it came out April 5th. It's episode 160. I don't want to go back through all of that because she did it in very, in very in depth. And, oh, yeah. and it was cool because she was actually identifying me uh, right to my face. You're this, you're that I can see this. And I was like, Holy crap. What, where, where, where are you in my house? And I started looking in my closets. It was fascinating. That was fascinating. And, but I love what you said there about, about how we, you know, how we score ourselves or grade ourselves based on video. And you, you left one out because it's video views. That's, that's the way our world is now has now evolved and we judge ourselves based on the views that we get and all of that really not, none of that matters. It's just virality, right? It's, it doesn't mean anything. And I want to say one more thing before I turn it over to you is I do believe I've actually got a script right in front of my face that I wrote last night that I'm going to do today talking about the, 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 the hook is your willingness to do video will have a direct effect on your future success. Yes. And, and I say this because, and I say, I even say this in the, in the script and like, it's a bold statement, but if you ever pay attention, and I did a video on this recently, go to your Instagram feed and just scroll your feed and, and count 20, do 25, 25 of them. See how many of those 25 are videos. Mm-hmm. I did this one day and it was 20 out of 21. The only one that wasn't a video was an ad. And it was an ad for a place where I was because I was being geo-targeted. Mm-hmm. And so it was just fascinating. And if, if that's not powerful enough, you don't think this stuff is going to continue to evolve. Uh, you know, McCall and I are not here to scare you about video. We're here to inspire you about video and say, you don't have to, you know, cause I know a lot of people, McCall, they can already see, Oh my God, I don't have that charisma. I don't have that energy. And I hear the same thing. I have a fraction of yours, but people say that about me. <laughs> Holy shit, Jeff, you've got so much energy. I can't be like that. You don't have to be like that. When in fact um, you shouldn't be, you should be yourself. Totally. So that's a great segue into, you know, let's talk about it. You know, we mentioned you've got people in your, in your uh, platform that are beginners and experienced and, you know, so as they identify who they are, like, what are the next steps? And let's talk them through that on how they can, you know, proceed in this journey. Yeah. So like Jeff said, like go back and listen to the last episode because you can start to kind of see your styles. The crazy thing is, you know, once you actually, I mean, in fear of like (laughs) oversimplifying it, right. Once you actually use the tools that you should be using on video, it immediately gets easier, right? The reason why people are scared to be on video is not because they're scared to be on video. They're scared to get on video and fail. Right. And if we say, okay, well, what does that look like? What does that sound like? Right. If you quote unquote fail on video, right. And it's that people don't pay attention to you. They don't trust you and they don't do what you say. Right. But I think it's that when you identify what you are and who you are, we are giving you the advantage that you have in person with people. We're giving you the advantage of having to have fewer touches online with people, right? And, you know, if you're just starting real estate or not, you know, if you're just starting video or not, you can think to yourself like, okay, do people actually like me? And the answer I can promise you is yes, right? If you think to yourself, would I have an advantage if I were to have a relationship with every single person that I was about to sell anything to? And the answer is always 
Yes. Right. And if you think you don't have energy like me, then you should not try to model me. Otherwise you'll look ridiculous. Mm. Right. And if you think I don't have energy like Jeff, you should not try to model Jeff because you would look ridiculous. Right. Instead you say, okay, who, who likes me and how am I me? Right. Every single human has charisma. Right. And like I said, it's, it's, it's using the phrases and using the tools that you're already using on video. What I like to say with, so we were talking about this before with uh, sometimes people that are beginning on video actually have the advantage when they get charisma styles, because so many people in my program, the more advanced people who have done like listing video presentations that they've spent all this money on editing and uh, lots of Facebook ads and all this stuff, right. They're like blowing up the chat in our group trainings. And they're just like, Oh my gosh, if I would have had this at the beginning, not only would have it been easier, but I wouldn't have to go back and redo everything now, right? If you are just beginning on video, like if you can tap into who you are first, video is actually easier, right? And then that fear of failing on video goes away, right? What I like to say is emotional triggers cause physical responses. The only reason, and this gets into your feeling awkward thing, the only reason you feel awkward on video is because you look awkward on video. And let me actually say that in a way that doesn't sound so terrifying. It means that when you get on video, if you're flapping your arms up and down and you've never done that in real life, that's why you feel awkward. It's not the piece of plastic and metal that you have in front of you, right? If you're talking like this on video and in real life, you talk like this, that's why you feel awkward on video. It's not the piece of plastic in front of you, right? You are doing something different than you actually would in real life on video. And that's why you feel awkward. The great comfort that you can take from that is like, oh my gosh, if you're in the place where you still feel awkward on video, there's great, there's great hope there because all you have to do is look at it and see what's different, yeah. right? If you look at it and you say, oh, actually this isn't me say why, right? Take it further and say, why? Oh, my arms are moving in a really weird way. If I stop doing that, I'll stop feeling awkward on video. Typically what happens with people in their video journey, and this is why beginners sometimes have the advantage is what happens in somebody's video journey is immediately they feel awkward on video, but because they're high achievers, they do it again. Right. But they don't change anything about the video. They just repeat it. Right. And then they get a little bit more comfortable with doing exactly what felt awkward before. And then again, and again, and again, and again, and all of a sudden they feel more comfortable doing something that actually doesn't work, but they measure the success by I'm not scared to be on video anymore. And now I've published a hundred videos, right? It's like they get really, really comfortable with their false faces. Like we say, right. Mm -hmm. They get really, really comfortable being somebody that they're not. And then they start measuring success by something different. And then they're like, Oh man, my script didn't work. Oh man, my thumbnail. Oh man. When really they didn't increase the effectiveness of their video. They did things that weren't working at the beginning. They're just doing it smoother. I guess when it was like, they walked into a smelly room and all of a sudden, you know, five minutes in, they're like, oh man, it smells great in here. The smell didn't go away. You just got used to it, yeah. right? Instead, the people who still feel awkward can say, oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I feel awkward. Let's just take away the thing that makes you feel awkward instead of trying to make you feel less awkward by not changing anything, right? And then the people who are really advanced, what we do is we say, okay, well, we, we just call it finding the gap. We say, okay, let's, let's still find the difference of you on video and you in person. 
I love that. And I want to go back to something you said in the beginning of that, of that uh, little, little preach, uh, little, little <laughs> student, uh, which was, was that you, you use the word failing at video, which I would say, and I think you probably agree, there is no such thing as failure. No. It's just it better or, or worse. Really, it's, it, there, you can't necessarily fail uh, and could define failure. Cause I think that in and of itself becomes the handicapper hurdle that prevents people from doing things just like cold calling, like, you know, they don't like being told no. Whereas I actually think that that can happen. Hmm. The worst thing that can happen is you put out a video that isn't all that great. Hmm. Uh, I think the worst thing that could happen is some troll makes an ignorant comment, but in Hmm. in reality, they're actually helping your algorithm. So thank them. (laughs) Um, And the worst, the the second worst thing that happens is nobody watches it because it just sucks. And then you learn from it. So I don't know, man, what do you think about that? I mean, I don't, cause I think I'm so passionate about this, McCall, and you can sense that, you know it. I mean, cause I do believe it like video is, but I also know that like 10% or less are actually going to follow. They're going to, they're going to say they need to do it, but they're not going to do it. And so yeah. I'm passionate for the 10%, I suppose I'm passionate for the hundred, but I know it's only going to be the 10. And so just the whole mindset on that failure concept, like how do you talk to your people? Cause I'm sure you have these consultations with people and they're like, scared to death. Like yeah. what is, what is that therapy session look like? <laughs> well, you hit the word, you know, it, it does feel like a therapy session. It's just, there's, I feel like there's nothing stronger in the world than the fear of rejection. And the fear of rejection is so real that I think it keeps people really from doing anything, but especially on video, it's to speak of therapy. Last night we had, it was day two of my week long program. And day two is the hardest day for everybody. And everybody's like, Oh my gosh, like it really turns into a therapy session. And, you know, they kind of talked about this, this failure and how, you know, the fear of rejection, I don't think it's affecting me that much. And I'm like, okay, but it is right. And the great thing is the people who even the people who get rejected are going to move so much faster and farther ahead than the people who never try right? It's the people who do video, like you said, your willingness to do video is in direct reflection. I don't remember exactly what you said, but to your success that you will achieve. Yeah. Right. It's, it's true, right? People want to know you, people want to know you, right? And they, they don't want to buy from somebody they don't know. They don't want to spend time with somebody they don't know. Right. So it's one of those things where if you're not willing to even get on video, I guess, I guess that's how we can measure failure, right? It's, it's the unwillingness to try. Yeah. The unwillingness to try, right? Cause every single person who gets on video, like you said, and I fully believe in this concept, everything in my program is before after video based. You're always going to have a before video. And guess what? The goal is that your after video very quickly becomes the new before video. Yeah. Right. And like, if you never start, you never have a before video to improve upon. Right. You never, you never have the first step forward that then can launch you to the next one. Right. Not getting on video keeps you from, I mean, (laughs) truly keeps you from succeeding at all. Sure. Well, and I think if you look at it too, it's like, how do you get over the fear of flying or your fear Mm. of heights or your fear of water or your fear of anything, the answer is face it, right? So you have two choices. 
And it's, it's funny, we were just talking about this with my family the other day, because my 21 year old uh, has always had a fear of flying, but she's, and she's, I'm glad she's recognized. I, I'm getting less and less because I'm flying more. And I'm like, because, and I told her, I'm like, because you're facing your fears, you have two options. And my mother-in-law on the other hand, will never get into a plane because she refuses to face her fears. And so she's basically just saying, I am going to put a wall up to the success in this case. That's a word I'm using for the progression of my travel. I just don't get to travel as much because I have this massive fear and I can't get over it. Yeah. And I, this is, it's funny, this is turning into a therapy session, but I think a lot of people need this yeah. because if you think about that, if you're that person right now that you're saying to yourself, oh my gosh, I'm just like your mother-in-law and mm -hmm. I'm scared to death of flying and I won't do it. Well, you know, then you're going to probably be the same person that uses the same excuse for video. Hmm. And so there's got to come a point where you then have to come to terms with, hmm. I'm probably going to, uh, the dreams that I have of whatever that might be, whether it's monetary, whether it's, it's, it's owning certain things, whatever, whatever it is, you're going to have to just kind of live in dreamland. Yeah. And that doesn't make it wrong or right, but you know, if you aspire for more, you've got to be men more mentally strong than the people that can't overcome. I don't know. I don't know where we can keep going with this, but well, yeah, I mean, like one of the hardest things. So everything that I deal with, with people, every single thing that I teach is once somebody pushes play, right. It's like, you're going to, you're going to get in a lot of programs that teach you how to get eyes to your videos and teach you all these things. And then once they push play, that's where we dive into charisma hacking. But Christmas styles, Christmas hacking, like I said, is something that you use in your everyday life. The hard thing. So especially because I'm so obsessed with measuring the success, we cannot measure anything if nothing is recorded. Right. It's like trying to measure the effectiveness of your relationships or whatever. It's like you can do that based on a feeling. But like we like numbers. We're in a business. We like numbers. Right. And like I said before, it's like you have to have a before video in order to have an after video, right? What I, what I tell people is like, imagine that you're in a weight loss program. Let's say you have a hundred pounds to lose, but you're so afraid to take a picture of yourself at the beginning of your weight loss journey when you want to lose a hundred pounds. Cause you're like, I never want to see that version of me. I never want to put that anywhere, whatever. And then you get 50 pounds down and you're like, okay, now I want to take a picture of myself because now I want to measure my success. You are missing out on seeing the success that you could be measuring the whole time. Right. And that first 50 pounds was a huge accomplishment. And that first 50 pounds, like got you to where you are and you realize how hard you've worked, but then you don't have any proof of it. Right. And then as you lose the full hundred pounds, you have to explain to somebody that, you know what? I was, I was afraid I was afraid to take the picture until I got 50 pounds down, but I promise the success is so much more than this, right? It's like your before video is exactly where you are and exactly where you are is correct, right? Exactly where you are is right. And you can always move forward from that, right? Until you take that picture. It's like, it's like every step you take in the program, like I said, isn't being measured, right? You have to, you have to have a before in order to have an after, right? Even if the before is horrendous, look at every single one of your mentors. And when they get on stage and they show you their very first video, yeah. guess what? Some of them were proud of that first video when they did it. And some of them are not right. The great thing I is think anybody is, I, yeah. I, think, I think they just embrace it. They embrace their suckiness because that's the reality. They embrace it. Right. And like I said, like we, we have tools to make sure that your first video is not is, is not actually 
bad. Yeah. Right. We really like do. That. We so really that, do. That, that is that is that will help a lot of people. But even oh. even though that might be the case, ten mm. videos later you're going to be better. Hundred videos later you're going to be amazing. Yes. We literally like. I mean, so <laughs> I'm going through my Christmas Styles Academy program right now. Real estate track. It's my first real estate track, and literally people see success on day one right? You can see a difference on day one. You see a difference after one call, like your first after video that you do is significantly better, right? There is proof in front of your face because there's, there are steps, right? Getting better on video is not something that you just have to, it's, it's not just putting your nose to the ground and just going, 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 right? Like my whole concept is you got to look up, you got to have the steps, Cause if you're not actually following steps, like, oh man, you're going to waste so much time. You're going to waste so much time doing video and you're going to, you will, <laughs> you will produce 20 videos that are not awesome or that they'll all be the same. When, if you use the system, you can do either. If you want to produce those 20 videos, each one of them will be better than the last, or you can produce five videos and be just as effective because they're much better videos, right? It's, you actually, I mean, and I know it's a bold statement, but like everything that I teach is you don't actually have to suck at the beginning because you see, you see results so fast. You see results so fast that like all of a sudden it isn't scary. People like to do things that they're good at. Yeah. So we make you good at it. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's confidence. Yeah. You mentioned, you mentioned that when we talked offline and you mentioned a little bit here is, is the before and after. And, and the reality is, you know, you hear it and I'm sure you've heard this. People will say, I hit record, I'll shoot video. I'm not watching it. Like, I'm just going <laughs> to post it because if I watch it, I'm going to hate it. You and I both know that like self-analysis is, in, is critically important. So let's talk about that for those that have said that, that, that are listening to this and saying, oh gosh, yeah, that's me. To correct them, tell them what they need to be doing. Yeah. So, so I have something called a content loop and this content loop, uh, I'll try to explain it the best way that I can without having like every piece of context of it, but the content loop is, it's literally the only way to improve, right? The first thing that you have to do is publish, right? Then we have something called find the gap. This is analysis. You have to watch it and you have to say, what is this video? Basically, how is this video different than me in real life? right? You find the gap. You say, how is this off? First, you can start with just saying, does it look off? Does it feel off one to 10? How and why? Right? Like I said before, you're flapping your arms around and you've never done that in your real life. Stop flapping your arms around, right? Then, right? So you publish, then you find the gap, which is analysis. And then you do something called build the bridge. What this is, is this is like I said before, emotional triggers cause physical responses, right? So what we do is we find the physical response that we want. We say, okay, well, I didn't have enough energy in that video, or my arms were moving in a weird way, or I was doing this, or I was doing that. Instead of focusing on every little physical thing that you need to change, because that actually doesn't work. I know from personal experience, instead we say, okay, well, if I need to be happier on this video, what is something that is a happy emotion that would actually cause me to do that physical response. And we say, okay, well, before you record that video, you need to be talking out loud about something that gets you in the emotional state you want to be in on that video, right? It's like, okay, well, no, this time I'm going to be happy. This time I'm going to do this, whatever, right? So you publish, you find the gap. And then you say, how do I actually make it better with my emotions? And then you publish again, right? So the content loop is an immediate implementation system where you're looking at a video and you're saying, okay, first off, 
great job, me. I published. Yay. Then you say, okay, now does it feel off? Right. Does it feel off? And if so, how? And then we say, okay, well, what do I need to change? And then you immediately implement it, right? You immediately implement it and you can implement it with your next video. It's the way that each video will be better than the last. So many people publish videos. And then, like you said, they never watch them and they're just like, no, 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 no. I'm going to get more comfortable. And that's how they measure success. But if you start watching them, you actually can make them better every single time. But when you have a before after mindset, right? Like I do, like every single person in my program does, you have to choose one of two paths. The first one is that if every video is a before after video, you can either think to yourself, this is never good enough, right? And you can just hate the before, or you can celebrate the after and have the mindset of you're always growing, right? I tell every single one of my people, you have no ceiling. You have no ceiling, regardless of what level you're at, every video can be better. It can be better. And that should be exciting. That shouldn't be a terrible thing that you say, oh no, I have to watch my before video. If you film a video and then the next one is better. So you look back at that first one and you cringe, how incredible that you have progressed so much that that last one wasn't exactly what you wanted. And you made changes, even small ones to the one you did after. Right. You can either hate the before or you can celebrate the after every single time. And you have to be kind to yourself that way or you'll stop doing it. Sounds like a cup half full, cup half empty mentality, right? Totally. Totally. So so take us through that. Like, so you, you know, you've mentioned, you know, you you just went through day two. Like, what what does all of this look like? So, so again, you know, just kind of recapping, you go back through, you start with you know, trying to help people understand who they are, because that is an important part of this journey. Yeah. Uh, but what, what does this look like? So what does this whole charisma thing, charisma hacking thing look like as it relates to your platform that yeah. maybe somebody, if they didn't even get into it, could do it on their own. Hmm. What are, what are those steps look like? What are you doing for your people? So hmm. someone can decide, you know, do I need this or not? That's a, that's a great question. So yeah, I can walk you through every step. So I, I do it in, I do kind of a more general version of it, uh, in other people's programs as well. So I guess we can kind of talk about that too. First thing you got to know is you got to know who you are, right? So what I do with every single person in my program is I give them their styles because it's so important that you get them right. Right. However, if I am not giving you your styles, you have a trial and error process, right? What I like to say is, I mean, everybody says this, but like you pay for speed, right? If you just want to know and you want to get going, right? That's when I give them to you, right? But you got time to trial and error. Awesome. Try out different ones because your audience will respond, right? If your watch time goes down, you're using the wrong entertainment style. You got drop-off rates, you're using the wrong entertainment style. If people are not engaging, we measure it with engagement rate and depth, right? If they're not liking, not commenting, not messaging you at all, you're using the wrong compassion style or if they are, and it goes even deeper, right? Engagement depth. If they're not only liking, but they're commenting, they're commenting something that you said, and then they're messaging you that they want to work with you, right? You're using the right compassion style. And if people make it all the way to the end of your videos and they don't act, you're using the wrong authority style, right? So first you can estimate your styles. You can kind of go through the trial and error process with each one of them. Then what I do with my people is when you have your styles, what I have you do, well, and you need your false faces, right? You need to know what you're trying to be, what you're compensating for, which is your two face. False faces. False faces. Yeah. So what a false face is, is everybody has three reasons why you're sabotaging your videos. And it's also the keys on how to stop. 
right? So when I watch somebody's video, not only do I see what they are, right? Their styles that they are, but I also see what they're trying to be. So the first one is a two-faced T-O-O, and it's the one that you think you're too much of, right? So it's the one that you're compensating for, right? So we see that and we say, okay, well, once you know what you're trying to compensate for, then we can change it. The next one is the woo face. And it's basically seeing like you are trying to impersonate a mentor. That's not the same as you. Because how, you, you, how do you spell that? Ooh. Oh, 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 <laughs> the ooh face, right? It's the reason why uh, there's so many impersonators in, in select communities of that mentor. It's because they think that their success is based on their charisma style when actually that's not true. Right. And then we have the ew face E W W W W W, which is the one that you think is the bad one, which is just not true. Right. Once we identify those false faces, we say, okay, we know who you are and we know who you're not. Right. The next step of that is we go through these trainings where the very first thing we do is we teach you how to use your authority style. We tap into that authority style and we say, okay, well, if you're a lead authority, here's the language that you should be using, right? If you're a lead authority, you need to speak in straight lines, right? Here are the ways that you'd sabotage yourself by speaking in straight lines. What I mean is you need to be direct. You need to stop saying, here's what I think you should do, but whatever you think, here's what you think you should do, but like, oh, but you know best, right? But I want to do what you want to do. That's actually not true. And in <laughs> You want to not be so direct, but it makes you look passive aggressive, right? You're trying to not be aggressive and it actually bites you in the butt, right? That's not something that you want to do. So if you are a lead authority, right? And remember, no good and bad, only right and wrong. So you cannot do all three of these things. You're not more than one authority style. You're not more than one compassion. You're not more than one entertainment. And if you try to mix them, you will fail, right? So if you're a lead authority, we teach you the language, right? You use I statements and you speak directly to them. If you're a lift, you use we statements and you statements and you make sure that the focus is on the client, right? If you're a light, you make sure that the focus is on the process. And we teach you to make sure that you're doing that because we dive into why you're sabotaging yourself, right? That's the very first call that we do with everybody. And we say, okay, well, after authority, now go film your after video. And all of a sudden, nobody feels aggressive on video anymore. Nobody feels bad making sales. Nobody feels bad at doing all these things because they're using the right authority style. Then we dive into compassion and we say, okay, well, if you are a steady, right? If you're a steady compassion, we need to make sure we're using emotional language right? We're using emotional language. You're using the emotions that people feel, right? But if you're a fix, don't use that emotional language because you'll look condescending, right? If you're a fix, instead, what you're going to do is you're going to talk about the events, the events that would lead to somebody feeling that way, right? So if a steady says, oh, you feel overwhelmed, a fix says, well, <laughs> of course you feel overwhelmed. You know, you've had five real estate agents call you today. The stager was late, right? This happened, this happened. Of course you feel overwhelmed, right? They normalize something. And if you're a mirror, right, you have to make sure that you react and talk about their inner dialogue. So with that same process, you'd say, okay, you may be thinking to yourself, oh my gosh, I cannot speak to one more real estate agent today, right? Which is that mirror inner dialogue. So we tap into your compassion style and we teach you how to actually extract things from people because they're so willing to confide in you that all of a sudden, you know, their pain, your marketing gets better, right? Your marketing gets better. Your conversations with them get better. 
Then we dive into entertainment, which is how you get people to pay attention to you. This is where people are like, oh man, I feel awkward, right? We teach you how you should intensify, right? Because if you're on the amaze or excite side of entertainment, you intensify up where every single thing gets to be really, really exciting, right? As you intensify. But if you are a charm or if you are an impress or a roar, that's not how you should intensify, right? Impress roar intensifies down, right? They intensify this way. And if they were to try to intensify up, then it would look weird, right? We say, okay, what's your one to 10? What does that need to look like? Right. Once we dive into that entertainment, we finally know why you feel awkward on video. Right. We put them all together. Then we dive into false faces and we say, we have to see what you're not. We have to actually fully look it in the face and say, you cannot be what you're not. And actually, you don't want to be anymore. Right. From there, we dive into finding the gap and we say, okay, now we're going to actually look at your videos and we're going to say, what is different between the you that's on video and the you that's in person? Let's actually find the difference so that you can change it. Then finally, we do build the bridge, which build the bridge is what I talked about before. Emotional triggers cause physical responses because you'll actually not, you will not change anything about your physicality. If we don't say, why are you doing that? Right. And everybody thinks it should stop with the physicality. But if I tell you, move your arms on video less, talk higher, talk lower, actually nothing changes. Or if it does, it changes very briefly. And then you go back. Right. So we dive into the emotions and we actually say, why are you doing that? So we can actually make real and lasting change. And then even though we've been filming after videos the whole time, we say, okay, now that you have all these steps, let's film the after video and let's see actually who you are. And then what we do finally in the program is I have everybody go back and say, okay, now I'm going to pull up my before after video, right? The very first before and the very last after in this program. And I'm going to tell you what's different, right? And they film a video analyzing themselves saying, here is what's different. And here's why I now on video have the advantage, right? If before me and after me were to go up for the same listing, guess who would win every time after me? Right. So if you're doing this yourself, you can go through those each step and you can say, okay, I need to first know my authority style. I need to make sure that I tackle that. And I'm only using one specific language Then I can go to my compassion style and make sure I'm only trying to get people to confide in me in one way. Then entertainment style, I need to make sure I'm intensifying in the right way. Then I need to know who I'm not. Then I need to find the gap of who I am and who I am on video, right? Then I need to say, why am I doing that? And then you actually have to watch your videos and you have to analyze them to make sure that you're actually improving. Hmm. It's, it's quite the process. <laughs> yeah. I, and it's, it's very unique. Uh, hmm. You know, as you know, I'm, I'm, you know, we have a, a video school and, and we talk, I talk to a lot of people in, in this, in this arena. Yeah. Uh, and I think what you're doing with charisma hacking is so incredibly unique, but also Thank extremely you. powerful. And I think, you know, I, I think for people listening, like a lot of the things you were just describing and you use these various terminologies and phrases and words and, I hope nobody got lost in that because what, <laughs> but, but you, sh, you know, and, and you, you are lost. I'm lost because I haven't gone through the pro, the program, yeah. but that's what makes it so different and so unique. And I think so many people get caught up and lost and, and, and they, they think of it from such a simplistic mindset. That's really where a lot of differentiation comes in mm-hmm. is because you think it's just simply have camera press play talk. Yeah. But it's it's so, so much deeper than that. And and even beyond just the charisma side of it. And I don't say that to intimidate you. Yeah. I say that so that you understand that you need to be putting 
this is like an inc- a critical component to your business. Yeah. And so when you're looking at those, those components, mm-hmm. you know, if you have a top five, this should be in that top five. Oh yeah. And, and this is a part of it. So we're, we're getting closer to the hour. So I, I don't want to run out of time. I, I want to make sure, you know, is there anything else that you make, you want to make sure we touch on uh, before we wrap this up? Yeah. You know, the, the people who succeed the most in my program and with charisma are the people who, who commit to video. They know they need to use it. They know they need to do it. And then it's not, it's not a matter of wrestling with themselves every day when they wake up of, am I going to do a video or not? They know they need to do it. So then they want to get it right. Right. I know if somebody is ready for my program or not, if, if they come up to me and they ask me the question, now tell me how I could use video in my business or now tell me like, would video make sense for me? What I tell them is like, okay, first you, you have to make a commitment to video in general. You have to make a commitment. You have to realize that video is the tool that can change things in your business. That can change things in your life, right? If you're not using video, you guys, I mean, it's like you said, Jeff, your, your ceiling is so much lower as far as success, because you are limited by people that you can see and talk to in person. You don't have enough time in the day to not use video, right? Even like posting pictures or whatever. It's like, they don't know you. You have an advantage when you actually talk to people because of who you are, right? You've gotten into this business. I know everything. I'm not a real estate agent, right? Obviously my expertise is in charisma. I know every single real estate agent you got into this business because you like to talk to people and you're good at it, right? We want that to be on video. You're a likable human. I know that you are, right? Because you're in this industry and you're hungry, right? You're hungry. You want to move forward. You want success, right? You're only sabotaging yourself. If you try to take video off the table, if you try to take video off the table, you're just shooting yourself in the foot. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it it doesn't mean you can't succeed in any business. It just means you're going to have a steeper hill to climb. And if if you're okay with that, like McCall or I are not going to convince you otherwise, but the reality is when you do look in that mirror and you say to yourself, man, I really hate cold calling. Mm. I hate prospecting. I hate door knocking. I hate calling Fizbo's. I hate the the different things I have to do to get business. Then you got to make a decision. which hate do you want to do more or less, you know, whichever it is and then figure it out because I don't know about you, McCall, but uh, you know, coming up in a sales sales industries, Mm -hmm. I did hate doing all those things. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to find a way to attract business and not chase it because I just always felt slimy doing it. And, and that's kind of why, that's why you and I are so passionate about it because it works. Yeah. It's, we're not saying it because we read a book and we, 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 we want to sell you something. It's because we're living, breathing proof of what the power of, of video can be in your marketing. And so, so what do you think, you know, so one more question I want to ask you is, yeah. you know, I think a lot of humans in general are look at themselves as introverted, hmm. you know? And so I think there, and there might be some introverts that have tuned out, turned this off, but those of you that made it through, because I think they look at this and they hear you mm-hmm. and they hear us and they immediately think I'm not them. I can't be them. 
And, you know, there's, there's a side of me that says I want to intimidate my competition to not doing it. Um, But, but I don't really, I I really want to, I want everybody to embrace. Uh, What do you say to that person who says I'm introverted? This isn't me. I cannot do this. Hmm. Is there anything that you would say to them that might be able to tweak their mindset to make them give it a chance? Yeah. Well, introverts, the crazy thing is that video is actually perfect for introverts because it, uh, the social anxiety is something that you're creating in your head. And once you realize that you're by yourself in a room and that you can be yourself because you're just by yourself, it's actually even better, right? Mm -hmm. Introverts. I know so many introverts who thrive on video because of that. Right. And then it's like, okay, then, you know, and they have different difficulties because then they have to get over the social anxiety of, of in person, which is great. But I mean, there's difficulties either way, you know, it really is. I mean, the thing that I would tell them is that I say this so many times, but like, there are no good and bad styles, only right and wrong for every single person. The only way that you would fail or look ridiculous or whatever that you're scared of is if you aren't being yourself, right? Like I said, Hey, all you introverts out there, look around and measure your fan score in your family, in your friend group, right? Look and say, Oh, my fan score is at least one. Not one of you is starting from zero because at least one person likes you, pays attention to you, trusts you and does what you say. Right. Not one of you is starting from zero. And what video allows you to do, if you do it the correct way, is it allows you to build more of those relationships that you actually like, not the ones that are exhausting for you. Right. It's like Tupperware. Right. There's a there's a container for every lid. There's a lid for every container. Right. There's a voice for every audience and an audience for every voice. Not every voice should be the same. Yeah. Right. Yours is needed. Mm -hmm. I love that. And if I can add to it, too, if you if you ask my wife. She tells me, she's like, you, you, the way you are in a room of business people or prospects, the way you are on camera, the way you are on stage is not who you are in the living room. Like you're way more chill. Mm. And, and so if I can, if I can just let people know like this, I don't walk around bouncing off walls. I do sometimes. (laughs) Um, And then I annoy the hell out of her, but by and large, like, you know, you can, when you talk about the authentic piece the reason why I come off the way I do is because I found my passions Hmm. when I'm passionate in your face and I'm, and I'm energetic when I'm not passionate, I'm super laid back Hmm. and I will not be in your face. In fact, I'll get criticized by my wife for not having more of an opinion because I'm just like, I don't care, like whatever. (laughs) And so I I think, I think if I can give anybody advice when it comes to video, Hmm. if you, if, if you really find, if you've, find the topics, the things in your life that you're most passionate about it build, and then incorporate video around that. And you'll find it will come a hell of a lot easier Then start incorporating the business and maybe the more uncomfortable things, because now your skills will be improved. That's if you don't go hire people like McCall who are going to pull that out of you uh, totally. because she's amazing. McCall, I, I want to stay. I hope we stay in touch. I know we're yeah. friends on Instagram and stuff. Where can, so where let's remind people you've got, there was that there cool website where you can go and, and identify who you are. Mm-hmm. Give them that again. Tell them where they can find you. Tell them where the best place to connect with you is. Give, give totally. us all the goods. Yeah. So if you want to estimate your styles and I have to be very clear, it is an estimation, right? The only way to get it perfect as if I give it to you because of how you see yourself, but it's charisma.style. 
If you go to charisma.style, you can estimate your styles, which is very cool. fun. There's a training on each one of them. Uh, if you want to sign up for things or connect with me, go to charismahacking.com. Charismahacking.com and we'll get you all taken care of. So, and then last question, McCall, if I want to see who you are as a human being, where's Ooh. the best place to follow you? Instagram, McCall Jones official on Instagram. And you can DM asked, you guys, I, I love it. I asked her this question last time. I said, based on just, and I, I've, I've literally met and talked to her twice other than yeah. some DMs. <laughs> I said, does your husband ever just like want to, you know, like put a pillow over your face? I mean, does that ever happen? <laughs> Well, I mean, maybe, maybe not so far. Uh, the crazy thing is, you know, I spent a lot of years trying to be something that people wanted me to be, which was actually super serious and super professional and trying to prove myself and be very smart. And it was actually when I met my husband that I really became myself because he loved it. Right. So like me being silly and goofy, it's like, it's like he opened the can of worms and like, I I just, it's hard to put the toothpaste back in the bottle now. Right? It's, <laughs> it's really interesting. You know, I, yeah, I'm the same all the, I'm it's the cool. same all the time, which yeah. we, we are grateful for him. And sometimes we feel sorry for him because yeah. of that. But, That's what I was wondering. And I, 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 but I, I say the same thing about my wife and people tease me. Cause I, I always tease her on social and we, I do videos and, and people are like, Oh my God, she's going to kill you. I'm like, actually, she's totally cool with it. It's just yeah. <laughs> who we are. We have fun. We, you know, totally. Awesome. Well, good stuff, man. It was, it's, it's been a pleasure. It's been fun. I hope to stay in yeah. touch. Hopefully we can connect and do some, maybe some events in the future together and things like that. So go check that stuff out. Say it one more time. Say both websites uh, yep. real quick. So charisma.style, not charisma.style.com, just charisma.style will get you the estimator and charismahacking.com will get you anything that you want charisma hacking wise. Awesome. There's, you got 54 styles. Which ones are you? Yeah. I love it. I love it. McCall, it's been great. Until next time. So fun, always. Thank you so much for having me. Today's episode is brought to you by Chime. Chime offers an award-winning sales acceleration platform built for the real estate industry. Powered by artificial intelligence, Chime delivers the data insights agents and teams need to make the most out of the leads they already have and to get to a close faster. Through an expanding partner network, Chime's easy-to-use conversion platform also delivers quality sales-ready leads from the get-go. It eliminates time-consuming manual tasks and helps agents focus on what matters most, building their network, servicing clients, and growing the bottom line. To learn more about how Chime can help you, visit www.chime.me or call 833-682-4463. Agents Podcasts.